with some of the task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who we think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built in deniability. What makes you think you can control Welcome to the I Need a Minute podcast, part of the 10th year scene. Wow, we was going all the time. Yeah, we was going all the time. I didn't even have to hit a button. Oh, okay. I, I thought that was the podcast. No, no, no. We will, we will edit it. We will edit that first part out. Wow. Because you always know you have to do a podcast before the podcast to kind of like warm up. The, yeah. in, the infrastructural changes have made a dramatic difference in the way we do things and also the way we sound. I don't know. These mics feel normal. These feel really normal. All mics matter. Uh, oh. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well fucking done. Take that. <laughs> and racism. <laughs> All mics can matter until the new mics matter. That's what it is. <laughs> make make John Bobman great again. I thought you was going to say after 10 When I sent all that message about Michelle Obama, and I was just like, why Michelle Obama on the podcast? Why is she going to save the world? That confused me. How is she going to save the world, Gary? I'm trying. This world? Try. She's a black woman. Imagine if the Avengers took the stance. Mm, shout out to Chris Evans. It's the stance he took. Okay, pause. <laughs> <laughs> I know where Exactly. <laughs> you know what happened with him? <laughs> I mean, I will also say this. The Avengers, a lot of white men in charge. <laughs> Michelle Obama, again, black woman. Rest in peace, Chadwick. <laughs> He only had two niggas. <laughs> auxiliary characters. <laughs> auxiliary. He had an entire movie. He was the he was the whole premise of the next round of the event. You you can't car. tell me they wasn't watching Winter Soldier like this better hit nigga. You better you better this better no, be no, good yes, what you do no, with this movie. Was, no 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 yes he was an auxiliary character. Yeah then, yeah. And then for sure. I mean after Black Panther did two billion dollars, then it's like okay now nah, we have to. <laughs> Even though they was like, still no, they're like, okay, I guess he can't. I'm sure he had to fight for that moment in Endgame where he came out first. Under, it's under like the any black quarterback eventually getting the job. He's like, okay, prove it. They got a <laughs> oh, okay, like prove it again. Yeah. A, a, yeah, black, a black quarterback can't exist as Nathan Peterman. A black quarterback has to exist as Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, Are Deshaun Watson. Sports, sports, sports. You no, gotta no, be. No. First. I'm just saying. You, you gotta okay. be mobile, smart. No, but, girl. Uh, but no, but take, but take, take that to Black Panther too. Yeah. Black Panther, that movie had to ball. The movie okay. just couldn't yeah. be there. Okay. Okay. If Drake was dark skinned, he wouldn't be this popular. Am I back? Them booing them for the racial equality shit. Them, when they booed them, I was like, okay, fuck y'all. They Black quarterbacks. I don't, I don't care about nothing. That was, Black quarterbacks. I think that was just a crazy thing to witness, to just say, y'all really booing unity? Like, like that is what y'all... It was before the... No one was kneeling. Before the, fly, before the fly came out, before the anthem, before even the quote-unquote Black anthem. It was just, hey, let's lock hands. When I saw J.J. Watt say, y'all that way? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was when JJ Watt is surprised by whiteness, I was like, holy shit. Who is supposed to be like paradigm. the bottom he's embodiment the of Captain yes, America? He like, he's supposed to be real life Captain America. I legitimately thought I was like, he's a Trump supporter, right? Like just in my head, just mm-hmm. that's my own bias. It's just by how he looked. I was just like, it has to be, but nah, no. Nah. What was his quote? I, I no, he, he was just that he was sh- like surprised and taken aback. He was confused. Confused. Because he, he said he didn't understand what there was to boo about. And I think every, you know, every, every forward, th- not even forward, every normal thinking white person was confused at it. Black people were not confused. I was, no, no, no. People not, not, I was exactly not what they was booing. <laughs> How do you boo people saying, hey, let's n- not hate each other. They're booing the idea of unity. 
And the fucked up part about it is, 10 minutes later when these niggas throw in and catching passes, everybody cheering. Now, 10 minutes later, as soon as they unlocked their arms, yep. a roar came from the crowd. Someone, uh, one of the Steelers had a quote. He said, Brian Clark. Right. He said, yeah. when, when it's cancer, they clap. When it's something else, they clap. The minute we talk about racial equality, they, they, they boo. And he said, it was never about the kneeling. Y'all no. just won't be racist. It wasn't about the kneeling. It wasn't about cap. It wasn't about the anthem. Y'all just racist. And football fans are inherently racist. Because football, football has the biggest fan base in America. So it casts the widest net across right. all demographics. Mm. So you're going to get everybody in there. And most of America... Inherently racist. And then when you think about it, right? The, so the, they were in Kansas City when this happened. The Chiefs' um, best player is Patrick Mahomes. He is the face of the franchise. He has been really at the forefront of talking about uh, racial issues for football, even at the height of the um, protests. When the first NFL uh, thing that came out was a video, and once they had the Patrick Mahomes co-sign, it was, oh shit, now it's Roger legit. Goodell has to take this serious because the face of your league is doing this now. And it just made me think... Fuck, wait, this make me don't want to root for the Chiefs just because I don't want their fans to be happy right, because exactly. these people have a black quarterback who's at the forefront of this, who is always talking about these issues. And not only do they not care, they actively booing him, just saying, like, hey, I'm kneeling, but this is a call for unity. My thing is, right, I mean, outside of that, how awkward do you think it is in his house? What, like, sorry, with his parents. <laughs> It's <laughs> like an awkward conversation between his, his mommy and daddy. Nah, they, no. get, they you, get it. Like, you know how woke his, his mommy got to be? I feel like she is yeah. because his his daddy was a major league pitcher throughout the nineties. Right. And baseball more racist than football is. Baseball got the racism built into the sport oh, yeah, and yeah, into yeah, the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all so, of their greatest movies have to be like, oh, let's dash of racism every time. Yeah, like, every, and when I say dash, I have me sprinkling up. I was about to say, you're not like, even a dash. Hey, let's do this Ty Cobb movie where he is actively racist. Tommy Lee Jones, here you go. Heavy, very heavy handed. Baseball got this whole ton of unwritten rules. Remember that first Satchel Paige the, movie with LeBron Daddy playing Satchel Paige? Delroy. Delroy. stupid. Most yeah. of the unwritten rules have to do with niggas not being expressive or allowed to play at all. Why are you like celebrating, that's, boy? That's what, that's what baseball mm-hmm. is. Like, they have all these cues. Whenever it's a Latin player that does something or a black player that does something, they always say, like, they don't play the game the right way. And by that, they mean the white way. So this is what Patrick Mahomes' daddy was dealing with when he was playing. So mom got to be about the cause. She got to be with the, she gotta be with the shits. Yeah. He was fucking with this nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. I ain't gonna lie, though. Like, the whole, across the sports diaspora, right? What I think is funny is that we stop at baseball when it comes to racism. When it comes to soccer and hockey, they'd be like, Canada and Europe, y'all saw that out. Because I don't, y'all obviously don't give a fuck. That's a they've, been throwing, they've been throwing banana peels on hockey courts. I was at a game in Toronto when I was in school. They threw a fucking banana and everyone was like, because oh, no, there's a black player. I was like, hi, only black guy here. No one sees, okay. Now, I wasn't mad enough to like cause a problem because like, I had to get my ass out of I mean, me. Andrew Numbers. I was very quietly upset. <laughs> I was quietly outraged. And they've been running the numbers play for a very long time. <laughs> a very long time. <laughs> I would get gang in the most polite way because Canada. But hockey, hockey and soccer, they don't give a shit. They still call them soccer players monkeys and shit like that. And then the, the funny thing is that they would have all of these statements about uh, racism and ending inequality because, you know, we have Sportsmax here. So we get those commercials all the time. Because mm-hmm. uh, every league, I think, has paid some kind of lip service to the cause and it's become so 
commercialized that everyone has to say one or two things. So even to bring it back to football, Roger Goodell saying that they made a mistake with the Colin Kaepernick thing mm. and apologizing to Colin Kaepernick. But Colin Kaepernick is still not signed by anyone. Like to this day, nothing about it has has changed. And we do have more um, black quarterbacks in the NFL and like being them being the face of the franchise. So you have the idea that uh, Cam Newton's now leading America's team. He's leading the Patriots. And then you have Kyla Murray, who might have like a breakout season, the MVP of Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl winner, and then Lamar Jackson coming back. So you have all these things, and it's almost getting very basketball-like, where all of your best players, all of your most Mm well-known players are then black. So because that is where your league is, you kind of have to have a response to this. So how do you think this season is going to play out just... Are people going to become numb to just the idea of kneeling where they're going to be like, yo, I don't care anymore. Like, Because if you were complaining about um, riots and looting, are you then now going to complain about kneeling? Is it going well, to become one of, the, one of the other for you? Well, see, here's the thing. Because we're coming out of COVID, and to be fair, I think we're so grateful for sports as a distraction. you got to be careful how pressed you get. Because I, you gotta, like, I think they can get pressed, but I think they, people can get tired of hearing it. Never let them get tired of it because the alternative is we're tired of the fucking racism. Like, you mm. could have end racism painting in all your end zones. You can release all the statements you need to. You could have all these hollow gestures. You could have the Black National Anthem. Awesome song, by the way. I love it. That is a great song. You can do all of that stuff, but at the end of the day, you still blackball and cancel somebody for saying the same things that you're saying now four years later. So until you make that fundamental change... And he still change, can't get a job. What does all of this mean? Like, he is still out of the league. Airbnb had the best offense people seeing in how long. He couldn't get a head coaching job, mm-hmm. but a wide receiver's coach from the Patriots could become the head coach of the Giants. They still have to incentivize minorities just getting interviews. Mm-hmm. So what does this mean at the power structure of the NFL where all of this stuff is still in place, but you're releasing statements and playing Black National Anthem? I'm just, all that shit is well, low. Well, well, no, well, number one, I think the Black, the Black National Anthem being played is kind of insulting. Because American National Anthem is racist as shit. And then you follow, you're literally saying, this ours, this y'all own. You're literally like kind of dividing it, in my, in my mind. Now, I, mm-hmm. Like, again, I think this, is the whole, this whole situation has been, I appreciate the gesture, but what y'all could do. What I appreciate y'all being Black Lives Matter in New York, but what y'all could do? They put they put Colin Kaepernick in Madden. Like you play him in, in, in Madden twenty one. Mm-hmm. Add him to any of your teams. He's yeah. perfect. Like yeah. he's better than every quarterback in the league. Why would you do that? Put up his. Oh, last... I thought his, his rating was eighty. No, uh, eighty one. They give him like the, no. They give him like an insane rating. And I was like, why would y'all do that? Because what y'all doing is making him look at us again. But again, mm-hmm. I under thank you for doing it. But what mm-hmm. what, what y'all gonna do with the police? What y'all gonna do with everything else? That's my problem. And you brought up a good point earlier about it being a distraction, right? Yeah. Because um, a lot of players at the beginning of this were talking about, is it worth it to come back and then be a distraction to take away from, um, I guess, take take away from how the uh, the entire the country and the movement, uh, how the country is viewing it, how the movement is progressing. And you saw this with the NBA, and we ha- we had this reaction where we did like a part about it where oh, this could be taken away at oh, yeah. any point, right? So at any point, if the players get to a point um, of, and in November leading up to the election, it's a distinct possibility mm-hmm. where there could be riots, there could be more protests, 
And then what if sports then at that point decides to stop? Because this is all akin to like a distraction and it's almost kind of sad that the people with the, with the voices or the loudest voices have to be the, the black celebrities or the athletes who stand I'm up low key so disappointed. Tend, tend to say something. I'm low-key so disappointed with the NFL. Like the players. <laughs> How can you be? No, boy, I am My really expectation though. level for them is in the basement. Because the NBA niggas, I got, I got to give to the NBA niggas. From all, for, for years, they was riding. Like, they was like, yo, from... from, from no, I'm not, no, I'm going to do Diablo. Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin. No, 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 no. The dude who was kneeling in the NBA long time. Mohamed Abdul-Rauf. All uh, right, him. From his time till now, niggas was speaking up. Like LeBron was like, yeah, hands up, don't shoot long time. These NFL like Doc Prescott's on some all lives matter, man. I gotta get this check. And then donate, <laughs> you know I mean? donating to the police. Not, not even defunding the police. He was giving <laughs> money directly to the police. That's what that's where he donated his money um during that time. Because they always say, like, oh, more training is needed. It's like, yeah. Am I tripping out for saying if the NFL, if the, if the NFL players were to walk <laughs> off, I think then we'll start seeing subtraction? To me, yes. my, to am, me am I tripping for no, that? No. To me, that is the biggest thing. And it goes back to what we were talking earlier about football being being the the biggest economical gain out of all the the, the major sports, you got the only way to to invoke change is you got to hit them where the pockets is, mm-hmm. and the NFL will do that. The NFL, everybody is going to see that. All people are going to talk about recording this on Sunday. All people are going to talk about all day is football, football, Fox. football, football. This was the thing that started Trump and his whole tweeting about sports. It mm. wasn't about the NBA. It was about football. Those sons of bitches need to, sit, to stand up. Yeah. We were unsure if Trump even watched sports before then. He don't watch sports. I don't think he does. I think Probably I'm, boxing. No. If I, yeah, he I won- feel like boxing is his sport. Boxing that's a ve- thing. That's a Vegas rich person sport. Right. Like, you get to stunt on he everyone. Wanted to, he wanted to be Frank a part Lewis. of football since the 80s, obviously, uh, with, yeah, with the, the USFL. USFL. Yeah, but that right. was just because he wanted the... St- it's the same reason he ran for president. He mm-hmm. wanted the stature of being mm-hmm. an NFL owner. And you know how that club is. They're like, no, I don't care how much money you have. We ain't letting you in here. And so mm-hmm. he did the USFL thing. He did the same thing with being president. He just wanted the stature of it. But... Does he watch it? I don't think so. I don't think he cares. I don't. I think people sent, sent the Kaepernick thing to him. But if you ask him today who won the Super Bowl last year, I don't think he knows. Because it's about um, having that fight on social issues. And that's been like part of the Republican like mindset. And their um, campaigning has been that way since Lee Atwater times. That's what they try to do and what they try to promote. So sports being back now, I think it is a distraction. And it is a good reprieve from the regular uh, COVID stuff, but even going back to the Chiefs game, when I saw 15,000 people or all those people in the stands, I said, wait a second. They allow it, and it is very spaced out because it's a huge stadium. That's still 15,000 That's still a lot of people that showed up to the game. And then when I saw even in... The college football yesterday, which I didn't even know was coming back. Same. I, I didn't know. Either. I didn't even know it was coming idea. back. And I, I saw. Like, I have no idea. I saw those people in the stands. I said, "Oh, America is just like you don't give a fuck." Oh, y'all, yeah. Y'all realize they're not certain about people being in school, but they certain they want these niggas playing football. Yep. Like they they, yep. they do not care about you going to class. You will have to go to class virtually. But people who are going to be there is the employees and the actual employees, which are football players. Yeah. Like, I don't understand it. And the whole... People always use the phrase political football. Football is literally being used as that right now because it's based on where you live and trying to establish trying to establish votes in the community 
uh, where where these games are being played and where these schools and where these franchises exist because they know people want to see it. So if you rally that fan base behind, I'm the one that's going to bring you your football back, then mm-hmm. you're using that as leverage on November 3rd. Yeah. But nobody because, actually cares about the people Because you're doing the it. person who's bringing normal life back. And then you're pushing for normal life to be back. Because Trump has said, like, I want football back. I want college football back. Like, everyone should fuck about college everyone football. Everyone should like, return uh, to sports as, as usual. So is there too much sports now? Like, the, no. the U.S. Open, football is back. Basketball nah. is on TV. Nal is writing. So Nal, and he's writing. Okay, yeah, not Baseball is happening. Nal and Randy have shit to do with So are we, <laughs> are we distracted now? <laughs> Randy is supposed to like one thing every, every two weeks. At one point, Randy was like, "My sports suspended. I ain't even doing sports." I was like, "All right." But the thing about it is, right? I was sitting back after he did the COVID nineteen, COVID nineteen, and sports. It was like everyone's going radio silent. I think what? So what sports niggas doing? Y'all just y'all just working, making up stories. Working every day, my nigga. By the way, I was laughing at us too with our archive of like triple jumps. Oh, Sean loves yes, that. Yes, he just. Sean loves that. It's just, it's just. So favorite. back in 1982, we competed in water polo. I guess. <laughs> like what? Imagine but me being stressed out at work, looking at that. It's like I guess. Oh, I was, oh no! You know what it would be like? Oh yeah, the Olympics. <laughs> they took that away from us too. Yeah. I was this close to doing a gal article just, just to do it for content. But I was like, but, nah. But the crazy shit Go is, for it, like, man, I don't care. <laughs> this way, dog. The crazy shit is, we weren't even out of the norm because you know when we said we were gonna start doing that, because that's all ESPN was doing. Yeah. So we was like, fuck, if these niggas have nothing, then you can't expect us to have nothing. We doing exactly. the same we doing the exact Y'all same shit. For them. But now so Kari right, we had the point where and I think it was it was game four and because I had to write about baseball that night and the Laker game was on and football was on and I mean I don't care about tennis unless a black person's playing, but US Open was going on. So and this never happens. Usually the calendar is staggered where one thing will end and then you got something else to fill the void and pick right. up. But because COVID nineteen fucked up the whole schedule and everything, now you just got everything rushing back at once. And it could be sensory overload if you try to care about every single one. You just have to streamline the fucks you give. Mm. And mine is streamlined That's right now fully solely, sorry, to the NBA playoffs. But then isn't that kind of what uh, the people in power want? They want you to streamline the fucks you give and then streamline it towards the distractions, streamline mm. it towards the sports and the things like that, that in the large grand scheme of things don't, don't matter. matter. And then yeah. that's why the athletes have to try to keep and continuously trying to bring awareness during this time to say that, no, no, your brain still has to be switched on um, into that mode. And at the same time, here we are caring about what's happening in the sports. Like, I want LeBron to win the championship. I want Tom Brady to do well. I want Cam Newton to do well. Like, you want your good storylines and your narratives to keep, you know, being sustained. You want um, for the Dolphins to see Tua at least play by week three or four if the season's still happening and no one has COVID. I don't know. Tom in his red and white ain't sitting right with me. After the MAGA hat inside his locker, now he in red and white. I don't know. I just say, this is MAGA-ish. Boy, he's separating himself. He's separating Real himself quick. from 
that shit <laughs> real quick, boy. We barely remember any of that shit. <laughs> Tom Brady, God from you know what? He's a good friend, and I don't see the problem with, with it. With, to, that, uh, with the hat in the in the with, locker room, yeah. he go from that to yeah. I don't, I don't know that nigga. I don't. Yeah, you know don't why? Know. Cause I feel like he was just like us at the time. Seemed like it was funny, and then it Tom, was kind of funny. And then Tom Brady didn't even when the Patriots won, he didn't go to the White House. No, right? no, he, he didn't just go. like no, no, I don't even want that picture. I, <laughs> I don't I want that picture. Want that connection, because <laughs> all that is going to do is bring back all of that shit. See, Belichick could take that picture next to Trump. No one will bat an eye or say anything. Belichick. And then the the gifts that'll happen will be like Belichick walking out of the tunnel, like yeah. him with the rings. Those are the pictures you see. If Tom Brady was standing next to Donald Trump. That was going in a campaign ad. That was going to follow Tom Brady around. Giselle was just like, no. But see, this is why I'm on my fuck Drew Brees shit. This is why I'm on that fuck Drew Brees shit. Because how you... You got to throw the niggas. Only... You have to throw the niggas. You know how comfortable a locker room... Like, have to be now, Tom? Yeah, you know Tom have primarily niggas. You got to throw to. Andrew... That's awkward th- as shit. This is why, after that shit happened... Drew Brees has spent every day since trying to fix all of them yeah, relationships. Buddy. I still say he was in them meetings and he is the one to get Alvin Kamara that money. Thank yeah. you, Nala. I, I gonna fully say the believe same he thing, got yeah. Alvin Kamara that money. I feel like Drew Brees was in there and be like, and how about a $15 million sign-up bonus? Yeah. <laughs> and Alvin Kamara just like, love you, bro. Hey. Give all of them whatever they want. Hey, heard you like, what was it? Uh, big booty bitches? Well, wait a minute. Open the door, guys. That's for you. <laughs> Cardi B and Meg walking. I mean, like the writers of of WAP. We was making that joke when that happened, but like in that moment, Drew Brees is the greatest ally to the black man because he realized how much he fucked up. He realized he is at the end of his career, and if I don't, it's one. If I don't have these niggas willing to sacrifice for me, forget playing with me because football, you literally have to sacrifice yourself for people. If I can't get them to sacrifice for me. I'm about to get fucked up, and I might as well retire right now. All those cool Drew Brees doing the pump-up videos yeah, at the beginning. That, that does not work if they are not around. You're playing in Louisiana, my nigga. I was yeah. about to see you in New Orleans. This New Orleans. So, you in New Orleans. So <laughs> does this allow people... What a second, I want to go to Dread as soon as you said that. Like, I've never <laughs> New been. I've never been either, but... Um, I ain't like it. Yeah? No? Yeah, Why? Yeah. I, I Hold spent, on, is you being you or objectively... No, no, and this was uh, drinking now or not drinking now? I can't remember. You were yeah, the false card man. I was drinking. Yeah, me, Cardo, and John was there. Because yeah, this, yeah. this, uh, this was when Buddy made his debut. Right. Uh, I spent the whole time walking around saying, wow, they ain't recovered from Katrina. You know that? <laughs> you know them parts of Titans? When it's don't be like the starters in there. And then yeah. it's be like the, the Cyclone robot. And then the, the other dude. Yeah. So Robin we, Hood and, and Nightwing wasn't there to like really they had like Shining Knight and um, Star Girl. You get it. <laughs> yeah, I know. What you Amazing mean. that the stars of the Titans are the ones who don't have powers, <laughs> by the way. But go on. What DC is VR? <laughs> you keep going now. The one thing, the one thing I remember that was like the whole, the whole, the whole Bourbon Street thing. It just smelled like puke the whole time. What was good is we randomly stumbled upon a Manny Fresh concert in a dive bar, which was amazing. I don't even. See, that so, hold on, but the better question was: Were you happened. sober looking at this? I feel like New Orleans. Listen, I, I feel no. Nal was sober. Now that I remember these right. stories, yeah. he was sober. Dude. So God, you sober? Whenever him and John no. on their trips is always like, but I'm so tired, I just wouldn't. But y'all know how much we have to work. No, I don't know. 
Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, we, we, we don't know. know. And then Andrew and I would then do drugs. Yeah. And then keep going and be like, ah, oh, okay. I, I wouldn't even smell the puke. I'd be like, yo, someone made some soup. Like, I, didn't, I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be drunk as shit. Yeah, I, had, I had something I wanted to ask you. Some random person off you drugs in the bar, you'd be like, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. yes. This is an experience. What is this? Mollishrooms? This is, this is going to be a great story <laughs> for my life. That also, I'll share and then delete several details <laughs> when I share the story again. Also, another funny thing about New Orleans, as soon as you hop into Uber, they will tell you, look, it's nice parts here, but you will turn into <laughs> you will turn into one of them other parts with the swiftness. So keep your head on a swivel. Like they literally tell you that. The dude tell us that in the Uber once we touch down. Yeah, but then that's when you say, like, hey, I've been to Miami several times. That happens all the time. Just that actually happened to me. You, you could just we'll be in Little Haiti that right quick. In, that, that happened, I actually ended up in not Little Haiti. It was Little Somewhere. I don't fucking know. I'll try, I'll try to find <laughs> it's out. Haiti. Wait, it's Haiti. It's, it's, it's Miami. I promise you. It's Haiti. I was trying to find a red lobster. And I was like, yo, this is looking Elizabeth Estate-ish. Like, it was like bars in the windows. And like, I, I actually stopped seeing like niggas outside. I was like, okay. I don't think, I don't think this for us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're niggas outside and they're good. They never inside with Drew. As a black man, I can recognize when it's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Trump supporter. When you in a nice area, I niggas mean, inside. Trump supporter. I'm saying. If I go like women up right now, everyone inside. Because all your stuff inside that you yeah. like. What niggas outside? This is the second podcast in a row y'all are talking about stuff inside your house. <laughs> 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 Why you didn't get like, yeah, but you got stuff though. inside your house. I, I had a question <laughs> that I wanted to ask y'all. And What's that? Is it, so I, I was thinking about the Unity thing and how they, they unity. booed Unity. They booed Cap Nealon. They hate the NBA and everything that's going on with that. They didn't like what Bubba Wallace Boy, was doing. They right. didn't like what Bubba Wallace was doing. There was problems with Naomi Osaka wearing the a mask. different mask every day of a black person that was killed by, from police brutality. Not the YBF. So, what's the, right. pro- what's mm-hmm. the pro- mm-hmm. not, not just what's the proper way to do it, because we know there's no proper way to protest, right? But I just want to, what time period do they mean when they say they liked it better when everyone stick to sports? Like, when was that? Because... I, I, I consider myself I consider myself somebody that studies the history of sports. Like I sit down, I watch documentaries mm-hmm. and I read and I do this shit for fun. I don't think that time period ever job. existed, but I would like to know what they think that is when, when people just stuck to sports. Because even the power fist originated with sports. It was the Olympics when they put the the, the power fist. But even twi- I know Jim Brown them was in twenty, Brown, was 20 years before that was Jackie Robinson. And I that was not just a sports movement, that was political. They mean SEC football when they just go out there and play yeah. and they get to do Alabama, Auburn that, all day. That's like the Bill Burr joke back, back before niggas was playing like in the baseball. He's like, all white baseball, you know, Jerry Manson hits the ball and it's all, just all great. And here comes this black man on some guy play too. Fuck. They, 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 think, <laughs> they think it about like the Sandlot thing. Right. Like that, that is what they want. That, that, that's what they want. Just think, do it based on sports movies like... um. Major League, when like <laughs> when Wesley Snipes would be playing the fast black yep, outfielder, yep. that's what they mean. That's that, what they mean. They just want those kinds that of stories. Ain't even sticking to sports because like let's okay, let's go SEC football, right? You had the moment where Alabama. Yeah, but they didn't have to pay attention to it. No, that's what they mean. Like you, now they have did. to pay you, attention because you had the moment where USC came with an integrated team to play Alabama, bust their ass, and that's when Bear Bryant was like, "Well, we got to get the niggas." We but, gotta get yeah, niggas. But, but see, to them, they got to, and a lot of it was dog whistle, because going back to the University of Miami days, because that's what I know, like, them wearing fatigues and then going up and beating the shit out of Notre Dame, 
in their mind, they could still characterize that in the sports realm because the commentators didn't have to talk about that. And the players weren't talking about that kind of stuff directly. So the play of the players could force you to, okay, now you have to recruit black players on your team. But if the players weren't as vocal, and now, because the difference is, the guys at the top being vocal, maybe that always occurred, right? And they always, aside from, from Jordan. So that always occurred to like some extent or to some degree. Oh, not some of them. But then when you have Sterling Brown and then the um, George Hills of the world, them having a voice and them being vocal about it, then that changes everything because now it's like, okay, now I have to pay attention to the players who are middling or mediocre or who are even not that good and not getting time because now the issue is the overriding thing and not the sports being the primary thing. Because even... In the in the fifties, early late fifties, early sixties, Bill Russell sat out games because they went they went there was a place they went to, was it in Ohio, I think. Anyway, but they couldn't eat at a restaurant, they couldn't stay there. And so and I just don't know when the time period is because they didn't a have decade, to hear it. A decade before that you had Jackie Robinson. Now, but see, through. in the sixties they didn't have to hear that. That story could be an anecdote in a book. That it gets written ten to fifteen these, years these, later. These were big deals happening then, though. It was, it was to me, it was always connected because sports has always been representative of the climate in the country. Like you, you, you see, you got to keep something in mind, though. These sports weren't created for us. We just, we just ended up fucking them up with them. Like Mayweather made a very good point. Mayweather was like, you know why MMA so big? Because that's white boys was good at that at first because we was killing them in boxing. Mm-hmm. He's like, they had to go to MMA at that point. All right, go do your karate. They didn't know niggas was doing karate. Now the best fighters is the niggas. Like, they can't fuck with these niggas. They, these sports were never for us. That was just supposed to be for them in their pastime. Shit, you could argue that the country was never, in general, was it wasn't never, for us. It was never for niggas. I don't know what they planned. I don't know if they thought we wasn't going to fuck. Like, but like, <laughs> I don't know what they planned was really to be like, we'll bring them over, work them to death, and then, you know, kill them. And I'm like, no, well, y'all were slave breeding. We end up being bigger, stronger, faster. NFL. NBA. <laughs> so all y'all got is hockey because niggas don't fuck with frozen. I, like, I, once niggas get into hockey, I think at that point, you know, people that's have, all the rings. People, have been, all saying, the final people shit. have been saying they should try to do that just out of spite. Just out of spite. I just don't know we what that time. We would be good out of spite. <laughs> I don't know what that time period is where they think that people just duck the sports because I say that to say all that to say that never existed. No, that, I agree that's with a, you. That's a pipe dream. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm just saying that their view or their vision wasn't on that. 1950s Americana. Their view their wasn't thing. on that. They was all on some sundown towns type of shit. Because I'll tell be you, like, oh, okay. you, see how pissed off they get you see how pissed off they get with celebrating in, in NFL? If you go back and watch some of those clips with like um, Marvin, not Marvin, was, uh, Michael Irvin celebrating, like, you know what, you don't like to see that. Why can't he just it play the so game? It's so plain. No, no, but as a teenager, I was like, why did my dad, I was like, my dad's been like, these fucking crackers out here. I was like, why this nigga mad? Like, They're like, yeah, what are, you, what are you mad about? But as an adult rewatching those scenes, no, I'm like, yo. No, and they'd be like, why? Yo was putting it right there. And then it would be like, why are you? Um, and they would always applaud people like Barry Sanders. And love Barry Sanders, who would always score a touchdown Marvin and put the ball down. Yeah. And then, like, that's it. They, they just didn't know how nigga Marvin Harrison was, though. And Barry I, 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 I was with the shit of letting him celebrate. You should have let him celebrate. Maybe if he got some of that out celebrating, it would have been. Different. But I love going on YouTube to like Marvin Harrison clips. And it's always one thing like, don't let this distract you off. Did Marvin Harrison kill a nigga in cold blood? Those comments were from Andrew Payne <laughs> and Alan Bressett. I personally don't believe What's Marvin Harrison is doing anything. But and no it's always knows. been one of I my favorite players. Right I, I, quite frankly, I would draft him in fantasy right now. 
I would like, draft him too, but fuck. <laughs> but you know how fast the nigga was? And quiet. He didn't say nothing. You know how fast his trigger thing is? Yeah, f- faster. Faster than his feet. <laughs> you know, I think that even like the whole Patriot way of getting those kind of receivers were, is just them trying to replicate Marvin Harrison. I actually yeah. And that they never could fully replicate Marvin Harrison. Mm-hmm. So it was like slightly slower. Even the way Tom Brady. No, no, but I mean like the quick routes and yeah, then yeah. like People those kind of Troy third down routes. Troy Brown was routes. the first. Yeah. Before all no, the no, white but he, boys, right, right, but he wasn't as good as Marvin Harrison. I'm just saying the Patriots have been trying to replicate that. I know, but people, and it's why Belichick can't draft sure wide question. receivers because he's just Belichick has just looked at Marvin Harrison like fuck. I wish I had him. Two people Belichick wish he had. Pause. Marvin Harrison and your boy, the safety from Ravens, Ed Reed. Ed Reed. He loves, loves Ed them. Reed, boy. Loves them. He yeah. loved that nigga. That didn't he say no? He say LT. But he said Ed Reed was the best player of his generation. Right? Yeah, he said he think that, yeah. LT was the best player ever, but he thought Ed Reed was the best player. Apparently, Ed Reed is like be by him for dinner and shit. Like, if you, be you, talking. Like, if Ed, Ed Reed was on the Patriots and then saying, I don't know about this Trump thing, I think Belichick would have put down his fork for a little bit and been like, I guess, I guess I don't know about this Trump thing either. <laughs> 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 That's how much you liked him. No. <laughs> I think like, Belichick is exactly supposed to be like, what are you seeing out there? What are you seeing? What are you, what, yeah. How do you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> What do you see? <laughs> Speaking of Ed Reed, call back to that Drew Brees shit. That's what caused Drew Brees. Because when Ed Reed went on his yeah, IG yeah, live yeah, and yeah, saw yeah, him yeah, talking yeah, that yeah. shit, and he was so emotional, all he could do is continuously call him a sucker. Like, not even make coherent <laughs> points. Just keep calling him a sucker. Everyone was like, wait, wait a minute. Ed Reed you know don't what? even bother nobody like that. Because he believed in that nigga, but Yeah, Ed Reed don't bother nobody. I think we all was like, hold on. Whoa. Because I, and I think that, and this goes back to the sports movie thing as well. We have been like conditioned by sports movies to believe that sports cures everything. Yep. That sports could cure racism. Sports could stop um, the uh, communism. It could it could defeat Russia. It could do anything. It could fight sexism, misogyny. Once people are in a locker room and the overarching goal is to win this trophy and to get first place. Now that I think about it, how fucked up in the head is that? Oh, very. Like, you know, is to get first place that everyone will put all their differences aside and then come together as a family. Well, speak- but what tended to happen was... Yeah, but that didn't really change anyone's mind. Like, no. those teams could win championships together, but that didn't change a lot of the behaviors and how I, people viewed things. I think it did change the people. It changed minds of the people that were going through it, and you had Dodger players from the 40s attest to that, like, when they actually... To some of them, though, yeah, but not no, to no, no, all of no, them. Not everybody. Like, not I'm everybody. sure Bosa still believes everything what he it, believes, regardless of how well the 49ers played last it, year. What it doesn't change is everybody out there in the crowd. So it could change the people who you directly Some interact with. Some of the players, it doesn't change, people, I think, either, though. But it, it, it would have an opportunity. To, it's not going... There's to nothing that's everyone. going to change everybody. Yeah. But it does affect some of the people you actually go through in the trenches with. But it ain't affecting nobody out there in the crowd. But 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 not, but not even the trenches, though. I played with some racist niggas, but yeah, niggas on something like, let's just go out there and win. They just won't win. Yeah. But, but you was a person, they don't give a fuck what you was a person. Yeah. Like I, I've seen them be like... Like, we would be in the locker room, and we'd be playing, like, hip-hop. They'd be like, yo, cut this black shit off. I'm not into this, da da da, da. Best fucking offensive lineman, best D lineman. They don't... I, I'm tired of telling people, you can date a white woman who's racist. I've done it. Like, I've been with gals who... Like, a girl who was like... If I mean, what if I saw Trayvon Martin walking towards me? I mean, what do you, what do you want him to do? I was like, you know... Well, I mean, I can't be racist. I'm fucking you. I'm like, yo, <laughs> what the, you mean? This is like the most racist thing you yeah, could have but, said. But, 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 but I want to ask y'all something, especially y'all as like big uh, NBA guys. Did it, does it still, or did it then, or even now, still fuck with y'all that like Jordan never said nothing? 
the Jordan. The Jordan, Jordan yeah. is now speaking up. But, but, but do y'all accept his... It wasn't an apology, but his reasoning, saying that, yo, my thing was basketball. No, never that be as great as LeBron to me, just for that. Yeah? Like, it, it will never be... Like, Jordan's era was during the peak of the O.J. Simpson trial, like, that kind of thing was going on. Um, there was a Rodney lot of King. racial tension in America, Rodney King. So, if you ask me that question at any point, I would just always say that LeBron is going to be better just based on that one metric, and that is how Jordan chose to live his life, and he's changed... He's changed now. Yeah, he's made a course correction. Yeah, and so so to me, um, does it does it fuck with me to to an extent? Like I still even like as I watch the last dance, they gave maybe 10, 15 minute segment devoted to that. Mm. When when the LeBron documentary comes out, it's going to be all throughout the documentary. And to me, that is the difference. And to go back to um, just to quickly to Nal's point about. It changing people in the trenches. Well, Drew Brees is one of those people in the trenches. Like, and I think mm. like you could get to a level where you are so famous and so separated from well, a lot of your it. teammates, you don't hang out with them. That was has been a famous thing with Tom Brady because Tom Brady is aged out of a certain era of football. He mm. doesn't hang out with a lot of those teammates. Mm. And I think like we have been conditioned. Like I, I mentioned the Sandlot, but like movies like Remember the Titans or The Blind Side or. Um, I'm blanking now. But Every football movie and our series has to do with so, so, so it's it's dealing with that kind of thing and saying like, oh, okay. Or even Friday Night Lights, that eventually football will solve this. And like this overarching thing. And it's, and it's almost America beating you over the head through their pop culture that, yeah, capitalism will solve this. Because if making money is a goal, then you can't be racist mm. because we're just trying to do one thing. And to circle back to your Jordan point, that was kind of Jordan's mindset at the same time too. Like, why do I have to be concerned about this when we are winning championships and um, we are winning championships and making a lot of money and Republicans put, buy shoes? Put, and even that quote could have been taken out of context, but I'm still, still saying, said it, saying, and then the lack of effort in the other avenues. But does he get six rings if he's woke? Yeah, because I don't think that have nothing to do with the way you play the way you play basketball. For me, that cha- media coverage changes, but then that's yeah, it. For, but they are going to prop you up and tear you down anyway. They did it with him with the gambling. So if they're yeah. going to tear you down for something, at least let it be you using your that's, voice. That's to me, point. to me, him now being able to... Jordan's a multi-billionaire. He's the only minority owner in the NBA. I'm not going to say it's easy because every movement needs funding, but I think if you had to choose between the two of using your voice at your most vulnerable moment and being able to throw money at the problem later on when you have a shitload of money... Well, the latter is easier to do. Mm. But when you are at the top of your fame, you using your voice for something other than just six championships, I think that would have been the more difficult decision to make. But, I mean, as I got older, I had to come to grips to realize, boy, everybody just ain't built that way. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, I was about to say. He like, wasn't yeah. taught to be that way, and he taught an entire generation behind him. Don't be that way because everybody want to be like me, right? Well, I wasn't doing that shit. So what are y'all doing? Yeah, I, was, I, I hear Kyrie's point and I and I, and I have my own. I think my point with it is, and I, and I respect your point, obviously. I wish he had said something. Of course. But, and I, I remember like being an adult and being like, I wish this nigga would speak the fuck up. Like, because you, know, you always look to like heroes, right? To be like, yo, say something, please. It's, wait, they ain't even got to be a hero. It's just that. You are the one. Your voice is going to resonate. Like if Joe right. Blow somebody say something that ain't gonna mean shit. If Michael Jordan says something, then, everybody got to carry but it. But then, but then the reason why I'm not mad at him necessarily 
is because that ain't like a Kanye. He was, he was protecting the bag. No, no, no. It ain't oh, the bag. I like but, where you're going with this. But that ain't like Kanye, <laughs> who, was, who was Mr. March with the people, run with the people. I'm like, okay, cool. Kanye can speak for us. Here comes this nigga slavery was a choice. So I'm like, Jordan could have been right up there being like, I mean, you know, I fuck with white people, but what happened to him was bad, but maybe he just needed to shut the fuck up. I see what you're saying. You would yeah. rather somebody, if they're a fool, you rather them be quiet than for everybody to know that Jordan you're a fool. Jordan may just be her. a fool, but some of the shit he was saying, some of the shit he was saying to his teammates, like, I don't think he's got articulated as well. LeBron is very well-spoken. He grew up in, sometimes. Sometimes. No, 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 no. But he grew up in the public side because he came out. Yeah, young. yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? it, it was different. It was different for him because he had to be a celebrity. From he was like fifteen. Yeah. Whereas Jordan didn't have that. Jordan became a celebrity after the fact. Like I said twenty four, twenty five. Mm-hmm. I think Jordan uses words like honky and cracker and hates them just as much as oh, no, 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 sorry. Let me walk them out. We don't hate them. He, but I think he has. I think he may, uses some. You know how like all right, I always tell people anyone who says Haitian is very racist. Like they, oh, it, 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 there's a difference between Haitian and Haitian. Jordan's from Wilmington, mm. North Carolina, okay? Mm. They experienced some real shit. And he addressed it. He was like, yo, I'll run these white people. I want to get the fuck out. He was like, but they were You know crazy. who you need to ask? You don't ask Mike. You got to ask Reggie and them. You got to ask his brothers. Are you sure they Yeah. Because <laughs> the athlete gets treated differently. Yeah, his life is different than their life, life experience of what he sees is I different. And, eyes, then, like, and then, like, I think about, like, the Malcolm X quote about why for the black community it always has to be, like, the celebrities. Which I don't, which I don't agree celebrities with. Celebrities and, and the athletes. Because, and I would always say, like, my response would always be because they have a platform and they have a voice. And I don't mean to bring this back to my Michelle Obama save the world type of thing. <laughs> really tight with this. But... <laughs> I okay no because this is the thing this is the thing talk your shit gang when Michael Jordan um it wasn't a a 180 but when Michael Jordan then says he's going to donate um this amount of money to the cause or then speaks up to this issue it gets wider spread media media attention as opposed to if Michael Jordan said that he's going to do a hundred different interviews about something like that I'm just saying that your status is someone, your platform dictates how you should operate and how you should move, thing kind of. So a, a lot of the players, the NBA players said this when they were in the bubble, that the pressure they felt is because they felt like the fortunate ones because they got to leave their surroundings. And mm-hmm. because of the way they get to make their money, holy shit, football looks bad. Yeah, um, no one at the stadium. Because of the way that they get to make their money and um, the platforms that they do have, they feel... They have survivor's remorse that they must speak out, that they must do something. And even LeBron and, and the Lakers won, and then there was a BLM protest. I don't know how these people get in the bubble in the first place by the Lakers bus. And like the, the point is that even if, if politics is your thing, then you should be fighting politically. If sports is your thing, you fight in sports. the arena right. and then the lane that you have because that's where you're going to help us. I just feel that politics and leadership is a different kind of thing of where you get to... Um, flex that kind of muscle and the athletes now have been flexing that muscle and people have been upset at them for protesting just in their the, narrow this lane. This is why I wish someone would skull fuck Whitlock. Wow. Because I hate when he's oh. being this, oh, LeBron James is a millionaire. No, no, no. Why is he out there? Nigga. You think he don't have, you think LeBron don't have cousins? You think he don't have family? I love it. I always assume that everything, in these, that. Like everything in these niggas' life stop right by their door. Talk about, oh, please ignore Cardi B. She's saying that from the, from her home with secure gates. And where he thought she, she to live five years ago? What? 
But less than that, Bodak Yellow just became uh, how, a <laughs> How many people also is she helping? Thank you. And how many All of them are their families? All of them are families still living in the Bronx. How many families and, and money is Cardi B shelling out all Thank over you. the world to a bunch of people? Thank you. Helping friends, helping everyone. Of course, she's getting the lion's share of it. Same thing with LeBron. Like, all of those people are in the communities. That's when why it's, you see them so impassioned is because they look at the people who they're even helping and say, like, Fuck, man, I wish I could give you more, but I have to give to, like, 200 other people split. right now. Even, even in our meager privilege that we have in our life, we have people in our families that don't have that privilege. I so so, the, so these niggas have the same kind of issues, but, and they have more than we have, so imagine what they're getting on a daily basis. But to me, to go back to that Malcolm X thing, the reason why I feel like it was is more so important for, for black athletes and celebrities to do that, like you were saying because of their platform, but you got to really look at the history of America and one of the few ways that minorities, well, black people were able able to have a voice in any arena was through entertainment and was through sports. That's mm-hmm. that's just the way it's been. Yeah. And so I feel like everybody that got there and everybody that made it and everybody that had that platform, you have a responsibility to reach back to everybody that doesn't and speak for them. Ghostface Killer has a great quote. Mm-hmm. It, like a really, really great quote that he said. Uh, someone was saying, why is it always about black people? What about Hispanics and brown people? Ghostface is like, y'all can't catch no ball, y'all can't shoot. When y'all start being in sports and then we can talk, he said, but you know, as far as that, let the blacks handle this march because we have the platform. It's funny, but it's low-key kind of true. He's not wrong. I'm not saying don't care about like Mexicans and whatever, whatever, but mm-hmm. he's right. I think because they don't have as much people in sports, they kind of get, they're long for the ride. They're not in the back but they're long for the ride. They're in the back seat. Hey, so seven, that's 17% of the voting populace, though. That's more than the 13% oh, of yeah. black people out. Oh, yeah. I, I think what. I think w- what you mean is that um, just the lens of celebrity and the right. attention that it gets to bring, if because of the celebrity and the attention, and this is the shit that white people actually care mm-hmm. about, this is where the focus tends to be. And I think maybe um, to maybe refine Malcolm X's point, not that I should I get, or could. I get what he was that, saying. You know, he's like, these people should not be um, the spokesperson for, uh, for the black community. And what I think is that Instead, what a lot of these people should be doing is, oh, okay, like let's look back to some of the other thought leaders in the community and then elevate their platform. It should be a symbiotic then, relationship, right. but you can't say these people shouldn't do it because these are the voices that are going they to get traction. They are black too, and they, they they're black too, too, and it, they they're going to get traction. You already too. know people are going to follow them because people follow them for the negative stuff. People follow the way they dress, talk, walk, and do all of that shit. So follow them for something positive. Bro, you think I'm watching Cardi B talk to Joe Bi- Joe Joe Biden I'm on some that. on some? Oh yeah, I'm glad Cardi's talking to him. I'm not, but at least she's doing something. She at least she trying at least. So to, to so to your point, I understand what he's saying. It shouldn't be on the celebrities. It shouldn't be on no rapper, no singer, no basketball player. But, but here tell, we are. But I'll tell you one thing: Car- Cardi B got millions of followers, and if she go on there, she just talk a bunch of shit about her pussy. People could listen to that. But if she goes in there, she talks to Joe Biden. People could listen to that well, too. Well, to you be don't fair, know. She does both. <laughs> I know, but what I'm but what I'm saying is she is going to reach people that that message Perhaps. may not have reached before, and I think that's the importance of it. That's I think why this is the you highest. can't. That's why you can't just brush athletes and entertainers to the side like that. Because I get what people are saying, and I get what Malcolm X was saying, you know, because at that point, when, shit, that's the height of the civil rights era. So he's thinking, we need as much of our people educated as possible to reach the wider audience. Plus, he's a nigga who didn't fuck with capitalism. 
But at the same time, these people have the biggest voices, though. Like, Malcolm, everybody wasn't you. But, but yeah, no, but see, I don't want you to sleep. Hip hop, I think, has been doing a good job. And this is the highest volume of white kids I've seen be like, yo, Black Lives Matter, you need to cut that shit, da 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 da. Because of hip hop, because of art, because I think it's of. also because now, a lot of people died I, and aged out of this. But I, yeah, I, I, I also agree think, too. Yeah. I also think not to like completely erase the point Malcolm X is making is that he's also talking about. One, can you articulate the points? Because if you don't articulate what you're saying correctly, or if you are using these um, false equivalencies to kind of like make your point, then that lets the other side then just prop up what you're saying and knock that down. I know. And we hear that, I think, a lot and all the time. And you, like, they don't aim their, their ire for people who are well-spoken on an issue or know exactly like how they go to... for the low-hanging fruit but yeah. that, go, that goes back to what, what andrew was saying about um you being the fool and everybody knows it if you know you have that platform where your voice is going to resonate then you have a responsibility to educate yourself on it that's Listen. what it is that's why i say it's a symbiotic relationship you can't just you can't deny the fact that these people have the followers and they have the voice but those people also have a responsibility to to do and say the right thing, so to speak. And I feel like you got to put the right person, uh, put the right people in front of the mic. That, that, like, for example, when they when they called me and said, yo, Ted, they're seen as X, Y, Z. What's the first thing I do? Okay, that's Nile bag. That's the carry bag. That's John bag. Put the necessary people there. I don't need to be in front of a mic speaking on Black Matters. Mm. I'm going to fuck around and say the wrong thing and fuck up this whole movement. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just put the, the right people in certain positions to do what they got to do. I, I think now that we have so many black celebrities and so many black athletes, and now's the time to put the right people there. I don't want hair from Cardi. Now for this awkward segue, sports, sports, sports. <laughs> Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, if it happens. You know, you know, you know what's really sad? I, I'm hoping Manholmes them take it. But you, you really can't count Brady out. You can't count Brady out. I'm looking at the Patriots, the 49ers. Sorry, the Patriots, the Redskins. Or, um, the Redskins? Not the Redskins. That, 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 what's that? The racial slurs. The Washington football team. No, not them. Sorry. 40, I'm looking at the 49ers. Ravens. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I want a nigga to win. Like, I, I, I want a black I 100% want Lamar. I, don't care. I 100% want Lamar Jackson to be holding the MVP he's trophy at the nigga, end nigga. of this thing. That is why I want I, him. See, the, see, the, the Kansas see. City Chiefs have eliminated themselves as me rooting for them to win. But here's the thing, the though. The Holmes and, this, this keep, and the Obamas, I want a nigga, nigga. This is what I keep telling you, though. What fan base are you going to go to that's not going to do that? Because all of these fan bases like that, bro. That's true. You I think mean, them motherfuckers in Baltimore ain't like that? We will see today. We will see some of it today. Who, who y'all want to win? Um, to me, the... To me, the greatest storyline would honestly be the Patriots versus Tampa yeah, Bay in the I, Super Bowl. You know what? I, I think that is the best storyline. That's line. another thing. Like, if I had to, if I had to rank my top three, I, who I want to win is Lamar, so Ravens, yeah. Cam with yeah. the Pats. If Cam beat the Pats, or Mahomes winning again. If or, Cam beat the Pats with a Black Lives Matter mask or something. Or shit. like the the Forty ers versus the Ravens because the Forty ers and the Ravens gave us one of the best games last mm-hmm. year, and mm-hmm. I want Bosa versus Lamar Jackson. White quarterback. And for man. Lamar Jackson to take them out. Um, uh, and then I think, um, obviously, this is not going to happen. Bring fucking Cam back. I mean, sorry, Cap the, back. The Dolphins versus anyone. Back. 
But that's not going to happen. That's, that's, no. That's, that's that, not y- y- happen. Y'all play the Patriots today. I was, I was oh, shit. To... It's on. Where's the it's remote? on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all playing them today. Let me find a remote. And then, um, so who are your picks? You just want anyone black. Yeah, I want Lamar Jackson to win. I want the Ravens to win. Well, just Lamar Jackson. But who do you think, though, like is going to Oh, I could there? absolutely see them winning. I mean, I can see the Ravens winning. They were a game away from yeah. getting there last year, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. That is an excellent if team. If Lamar and Jackson is not pressure. James Harden. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think he is. Why was James Harden crying that night? Because he isn't good at basketball. Oh, okay. J- just like a, in the playoffs. J- just said the you playoffs. You who made your playoffs versus regular season posts, you should get that. You know the He's weird, not a playoffs you know player. You thing, though. Yeah. James Harden didn't play bad last night. He, he shot didn't. like 12 for 20. Yeah, but good. then I feel like it's good. It's easy to play well when you're getting washed. You're like, your stats are going to look good. Listen, regular Like, season, your stats could look good nah, when you're getting ah, washed. Yeah, and, and I think because, like, the pressure isn't there. Like, if, you, if those were the same stats and they got eliminated in a close game... Then I think that's a different kind of argument. Like you down fifteen or twenty in the third quarter, and you take a three and it goes in. There's no pressure on that one. When it's a four point game and you taking those threes and missing, like what happened in the OKC game, that's a different story. James Harden doesn't have, and I know. Please take everything I'm saying with a fucking grain of salt, obviously. But he don't have no killer instinct to me. Like I don't look in his eyes. Like I don't look in his eyes and see like a winner. Like like he. Do you see, do you see the strip club? One hundred percent. I see Drake. Like, yeah. like, that's his... He have Drake. I mean, but Drake is a playoff player, though. He only lost one championship, and that was the push of T. Well, James Harden hangs out and spends most of his offseason yeah. hanging out with little babies. So Listen, take I, that for what it's worth. I wasn't a big fan of LeBron. I, I still have... I, I, I really I, want him to I've play I've become a bigger else. fan of LeBron because of the woke shit. Because I hated LeBron, but now with the woke shit, I'm kind of like, all right, cool, I fuck with you. But but LeBron's a he clutch. Certain niggas is clutch. Curry is clutch. Harden is just... He's a regular season ass nigga. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Like people call you that until you actually do it. Because I, Peyton he, couldn't win the big game until Peyton won the big game. Okay, first yeah, and then you go, you go is. on a super team. First like of if James all, we didn't Harden have any defense. That's not, that's not playing the game. I'm just saying. If James that's, Harden that's what goes to a super team. That's and then what people wins. do. That's what the media. I mean, does. and then, then the Colts complained about the the refs and the Patriots defensive backs pulling them. And then, yeah, then that happened. Yeah, and then y'all was deflating balls and shit. Come on, man, we out there. You still this for the Colts? What the quarterback is now? Philip Rivers. Oh, Philip Rivers. Rivers. Okay. Yeah. I hope he's still got something in him. Pause. Because Philip Philip Rivers was the right. Philip Rivers. Honestly, y'all was God's favorite until this happened. Because for niggas to go from when Peyton I, Manning when to Andrew, Andrew Luck, Luck retired, I was like, that's what? when I realized y'all wasn't God's favorite no more. I was like, Andrew, what you doing? He's like, I don't. I like, I don't know. Why I want to live. Man, and I he like, is. Fuck you. Man. He's like permanently retired. Like he he gone. Is gone. Yeah. This thing was on a boat the other day. He's like, hey guys, just enjoy it. Like, what you doing? We're, we're gonna die. Bro, I'm tight. But shout out to Philip Rivers. I hope you got one more. This is last dance. <laughs> this is fucking last you realize, dance. You realize now, 10 games out of the season, y'all could be down Andrew by... Andrew Luck has a book club? Y'all could be down yeah. by four Drinks with wine, less dude. than two minutes left to play, and Philip Rivers got to drive the length of the field for a game-winning touchdown. Because that's what he always has I always to do. say this. How many rings do the Patriots get if Philip Rivers is on a Belichick team? Same. Six. Nah, he gets more. Seven? Oh, I don't think so. I think he gets more. Philip Rivers is a good quarterback, you know. No, no, yeah, we no, know, no. We I, know. I, I get it, but I, no, I don't think Chargers so. Chargers had nothing. They had the Danian. No, the Danian Thomas. Chargers had super offenses. I think. The, he could, I think he could have been as good as Brady. I think he could have been as good as Brady. I, I, maybe a shame. It paid I mean, yeah, yeah, but no, but he said more. That's the only thing that okay, yeah, that's like, yeah. I was like, if. If I can see him getting in, in the in the realm four to, of Brady the four to six, the if four to six. Like, the one I think he doesn't get is the Falcons one. Yeah, 
if that, Peyton Manning is one is tough. If Peyton yeah. Manning's on a Belichick team, that's oh I'm, now now you that's twelve. And now half I, think, so that's, I think that's 12 and half up, man. Like, like, so I think that's twelve and a half. Just talking shit. He beat me so bad to give him a half a ring. I would think you'd get like eight, eight. I think Peyton would have get eight or nine. Belichick and that seems so ridiculous, and it really is making you see how good Tom Brady is because this nigga have six. Yeah, like that's a crazy fucking number to have a football championships. To be fair to Tom Brady, to be fair to Tom Brady, one thing Peyton never didn't have was good fucking receivers. He had Dallas Clark, Marvin Harrison, Wayne. Like, he had targets. Like, this dude had, it ain't like he had, I mean, if he's ain't have a defense. Chicken or the egg argument, though. Agreed. Agreed. Shout out to Peyton. Look at us talking sports. Yeah. Sports yeah, is yeah, That's what they want. talk about football. I hate these niggas so much. Oh, you That's care. not true. This has been <laughs> the I Need a Minute podcast by Teth Yetzi News Network. The niggas here is majestic. Yeah, they some good luck. <laughs>